the lovely ass called Sophie at Sierra Music. At what? Sierra. Sierra. <laughs> I just got what he was. Correct you. Correct Are you serious? Yes. Sierra, Sierra Music. There's an I. It's old man shit right There is an I in it. Yeah. But it's not is it, uh, Sierra. Is it AI or IA? All this time. She's been with us for years. So say it. Say it again, Ken? I'm not. You're watching it. Oh, hey, yeah, be Ralph. My bad. <laughs> 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 my bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. What? Sophie, we got B, we got Mike, Sizzle. We got Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> Right, man. Look, Until I get look, tired of the it, I know you going out. Sizzle Samples <laughs> is coming out. We guarantee it. He's making yeah. 10%. I'm your agent. I want two and a half, Mike. Y'all silly. Uh, real quick, anniversary t uh, shirts. We got these five-year anniversary. Uh, head over to DannyHipHop.com. Hit the merch page uh, and take a look and, and, and cop one or cop one of the classes. The white shirt. Cop five. International shirts. Uh, or whatever you shirts. like, man. Some buttons. Yeah. If you guys like this video, um, Head over to Patreon, uh, become a patron. I just released the extended version, extended of, the version of Odyssey. Okay, yeah, yeah, extended version of Odyssey on there is what, 48 minutes? Yeah, 48, 48 minutes. minutes long, mm -hmm. it's, it's really good. And uh, yeah, yeah, the interview. We're talking about Macklemore's white privilege too, that's why the lovely ass host, Sophie, Sophie, Sophie's here. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, you know, I asked her to join us, uh, Jesus. you know, at the last minute actually, because she was one of the, 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 the multitude of people on Twitter God, that hit me up like, yo, listen to this. Macklemore, White Privilege 2, listen to it, listen to it. Uh, to the point of annoyance. I did um, not. Not you, but there was this one guy <laughs> that oh, kept... No, no I, didn't I just clarify that? I thought I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> Damn. There was, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it was a big, big topic that day that it dropped Macklemore, White Privilege 2. Um, that he put out, which is in, I think it's gonna be on his new album. I thought I thought the song was really, really, really interesting because race affects everybody. It does not just affect the oppressor, it affects everybody. And Macklemore is somebody that is conscious and aware of that. And I like his position on on the song because he's kind of outside looking in, but then he also has Jamila Woods coming in, giving you the perspective from the minority. And it's an extremely long track. It's almost nine minutes long. So, so, but I think it was appropriate for the type of song that he was trying to do because it's, it's not like you know verse verse hook bridge. Nah, it, it was it was feelings. It was emotional. That's what the the the, the music, the instrumentation behind it really made you feel. It was dark. It was grim. It was it wasn't nice. And that's really what we deal with on a daily and especially these last couple years like it has been even like it just seems like it's been worse and it seems like it's not getting better and we have so many different type of situations that happen like the 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 main governor you know what i'm saying talking about race and, and i'm not even going to get into that i'm not going to go that far but just look that up just look up the main governor you know and, and, we, and we have the mike browns and we have people that are getting killed by cops and and you know uh, 
sometimes not even cops. Just people that might feel some type of way. Oh, why the hell are you on my lawn? Bang, bang. Like, and I, it's not even your lawn. Yeah. And when you say Maine, Gov, you're talking about the state, man? Yeah, the yeah. state of Maine. Yes, yeah, he said something about yes. yeah, rap, uh, drug well, I just wanted to yes. clarify for yeah, people that drug dealers. Didn't yes. Know so you saw that. Yeah, it was Bro, I, I see damn near everything. Bro. <laughs> man, like, and the fact that he's still getting elected. Like, the people. It's I Maine. Let me die. Just, just look it up. Main governor. Just Google main governor. Trust me, it'll come up. I thought the song was definitely appropriate. I think he took, if he wanted to talk about this issue, I think he did it in the right way. I don't think that there's a lot of artists that want to put themselves in that light. I don't think a lot of artists can articulate themselves to come from these perspectives and, and not make a mockery of themselves. I think Macklemore did a really good job to, re to really address these situations, man, because it's 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 running rampant, it's apparent, and, and there needs to be more people in hip hop that are talking about these subjects. Regardless of however you decide to do it, I feel, I don't think it's everybody's responsibility to talk about it, but the ones that feel compelled, don't hold your tongue. This is your medium, this is your form. I think he really covered almost every aspect of it. So I could do nothing but give him props for it. I think it's interesting the fact that he's at the level that he's at, being a white rapper speaking on that. Cause I mean, it's we plenty of rappers spoke on, on the issue that he's speaking about before, but of course, by it coming from a white, because I'm trying to think when I think when I first listened to it, I think I'm like cast Eminem or like I'm trying to think Eminem or like, of course what? Eminem did. Are y'all serious? What's up? White America. It's the same topic. He didn't talk about oh. Black Lives Matter because it didn't exist yeah. then. But it was the same. It thing. was like the same kind it's of. Like song. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember like I hear. Which, which album was that on? That was on. It was Encore. on. Not Encore. I'm sorry. Eminem, Eminem show. show it was I the think. first song. Eminem show. Mm, yeah. Of course, it's interesting that he's calling out <laughs> uh, your girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ooh, why you got to be her girl? <laughs> I know, I'm just, I'm, I don't know, she, she go, she go ham on, on, on Iggy, Iggy boy. Yeah, Iggy. She gonna block me one day. I yeah, I like, I, it, it's, it's amazing that he kind of like, pretty much went, went at her for the same reasons that Azalea Banks went at her, like pretty much you want to rep this culture. But, but she has to stop as well. She's so sensitive. <laughs> you said what? No, I'm just, I just think it's interesting that he, you know, took that same approach that Azalea Banks took. Like, Miley and Elvis. Yeah. That was like, crazy. Yeah. I do believe that that Macklemore is definitely sincere in his yeah. approach um, it's not he's not faking it's not a game he, yeah. he's very honest about it um, and I you know I've even there was an interview that he did with James Peterson which is very uh, you know if you guys it was a podcast check it out James Peterson and, and Macklemore you can get to hear him talk you know about that a little bit more in depth and you know I got to understand him a little bit more his approach to it um, I think that for me and listen to the song like I have a missed emotions about it because it's like Yes, it's great that you're taking your personal experience and the thing that you feel internally and writing about it to kind of put, you know, white privilege on blast that people don't believe exists, that some people say it's a myth. Um, and that now all of a sudden it's like the conversation can be had because a white person said it. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's the part that makes it difficult for me when I listen to it, because you know, I'm like rolling my eyes. I'm like, man, this is bullshit. Like we've been saying this, mm -hmm. and you know, you no one has been listening. And now that Macklemore said it, it was like, oh, that's what y'all been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gosh. But can can can't you Jeez. relate to, to to those people that see it from Macklemore's perspective? Obviously, like we, you know, what I'm saying it's a different perspective for us. 
You know what I'm saying? And when you have an artist that can make it from that outside looking in perspective, then those other people can be like, oh, okay. I, I, I more so understand it because now I'm hearing it and grasping it from somebody that grew up like me. Right. You've said a lot on Twitter. You said some I things. I did say a lot. So what did you say on Twitter, Sophie? Fuck Macklemore. Well, <laughs> no, a lot of people had your perspective when it was like, well, this is what black people have been saying for years, but obviously it's going to be more natural for you to understand, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, understand what somebody's saying when it's like from a perspective that you feel like you can relate to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people like went on all of these like think pieces on black people have been saying this for years and it takes a white person to say, well, yeah, hell yeah, it takes a white person to say shit like that. Cause that's only when white people are gonna be like, oh shit, mm -hmm. white people actually feel like this. This is actually a real thing that exists. It doesn't oh, I didn't know, it didn't affect me. Exactly. It affects this white guy, why does it affect him? Right. Let me look at it from this way. So I don't feel like you can get mad at that. There's no reason to write think pieces on it and get upset at that. And like, I mean, you can be salty, but that's not gonna change nothing. Like it's gonna take white people to change. We can have Black Lives Matter <laughs> marches all day, but until like white people start like, Stop not only no, stop ignoring it, but start marching with us, right. is some shit gonna change. So for me, when I saw it come out, I was like, okay, let me listen to this. And I've been listening to Malcolm or whatever. So like, I kind of feel his vibe or whatever. And I'm kind of biased because I've seen him like perform a concert and stuff or whatever. But for me, it's kind of like, when people dropped it, it's like black people be like, well, how come white people don't say shit about, you know, racial inequality or whatever but then they say something and they're like oh well he's just doing this to stick to his agenda mm -hmm. and it's so ironic that he's gonna get paid off this obviously he's gonna get fucking paid off this it's on the album <laughs> like what are you talking about you know so mm -hmm. i just feel like that whole being salty doesn't really add anything to the equation he's masking yeah, pro-black yeah, as black. being like anti-white and that becomes an issue you can't do that you can't take everything as an attack on black people I'm not taking I'm, another attack. Macklemore's not speaking for black people. If you listen to the song, he's speaking to white people. Yeah. Now I'm not I'm not defending the song because again, I mean I, I have no issues with the song really. Um, at the end of the day, I kind of feel like if Macklemore wanted to continue a career, he kind of had to say this. Mm. He kind of had to do this because he was he was see. Okay. Let me finish. <laughs> he, <laughs> He was getting the same type of attacks that Iggy Azalea was getting based off of that Kendrick shit and maybe some other things. This is not a slight against Macklemore because I think it's kind of unfair for just like she said, when a white person finally says something, we attack. But when they don't say anything, we attack. It's like, you have to let it go one way or the other. But so I feel like Macklemore really didn't have much of a choice to make a song like this. He couldn't keep on the same path that he was going and not address what is happening in his career, which is a a section of white privilege. He was getting the same attacks Iggy Azalea was getting. The problem with Iggy Azalea is she just tries to ignore it or, or fight against it instead of just saying, well, yeah, that's true, but I can still make good music and I do care. That's what Macklemore is doing and I appreciate that. He's not speaking for black people. I don't think we need a white person to speak for black people. I think what we need is we need more white people to listen to black people and maybe explain the perspective to other white people. It's just like when, and I understand, trust me, I'm not defending it, but I understand feeling attacked if you don't understand. So if somebody starts saying, black lives matter, black lives matter, black lives matter in a white person's face, 
I 100% understand them being like, well, fuck. You know, what did I do? I have black friends. This is crazy. I get it. Because if you haven't researched the issue, of course you're gonna feel attacked. It's just like when a woman says to you that we support rape culture and you're like, what? No, I don't. I've never raped anybody. I have daughters. I have female friends. I would never let that happen. Once you sit down and you actually think about it, it's not an attack. It's a statement of what's going on. No one's saying you have to be sorry for being white. But what they're saying is you have to understand that you being white gives you certain privileges that other people don't have. Just like me being a man gives me certain privileges that others don't have. Just like you being a straight man, me being a straight man, you being a straight man gives you certain privileges. That's all it is. Once you accept that, my problem is where do you go from there? So Macklemore made this song and he's saying everybody, there is white privilege and we have to accept it. But my thing is, what's the end goal? What's the end game? Where do we go from there? And I don't think that, I think that that's where after fucking eight minutes of listening to him talk, that's kind of where we're at now. It's like, what's the next step? But I, I fully appreciate Macklemore making this song and I think it's fucked up everybody shitting on him for it. You know, I do, when I first heard it, I was like, well, it does kind of seem like pandering. and. It still does a little bit seem like pandering, but at the same time, let the man pander. You know, I'm not saying he's insincere, because I, I definitely think he believes that he, he's made, he made this song, these types of songs before he was high. <coughs> so this is something he believes in. He's and I think, no, yeah. but I think that's what hurts him the most, is that he's like, bro, I've been here doing this. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been said this shit. Yeah. I was one of the first, like not first, but I was one of the more, you know, yelling indie fuck, rappers yeah. saying this shit like years ago before I was on the charts and y'all saying that I'm fake? The fuck? To answer your question, where do we go from here? He has set up, um, if you go to whiteprivilege2.com, you know, he's laid out his plan. There's he's a next step. step. He's taking steps. There's okay. a next step there that he's go. outlined on his website. Okay, you and, you know, um, yeah, like I said, I, I definitely, I've, I've listened to the interviews, I, I've, I've listened to him talk about this. It's just um, a part of you before. just feel It's just that there's this internal conflict. It's like, for one, it's like, okay, it's great because you've said it before, like, obviously, because this is part two. You've made these type of songs before. It's not out of character for you. But I think for me, it's that reaction, right? You know, you're looking on Twitter and everybody's like, you know, oh my God, this is awesome and, and yeah. freaking out. It's like, like, it's almost like, oh, Macklemore just, can, this is a feeling, not like this is, like what he's trying to do, and there is a bit of pandering that I feel in it as well. Like, oh, Michael Moore just came in and just saved the black folks. He just exposed the white privilege to the world. Thank God for Macklemore and Luther King. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, but he didn't say that though. I understand. I'm talking about the feelings that you get when we've been in this fight and we've been talking about this, and then. There's this guy that, that comes along though, and said, and I understand that. I completely understand it. But I just think it sucks how the media is probably going to interpret it because even though he doesn't say like, "Hey, I founded white privilege" or like, "I invented it," he's not saying that. But blogs are going to, you know, say, spin it, spin it somehow. Oh, look, they're going to spin it to where people are going to see headlines for clickbait and be pissed at him for something he didn't say. Mm -hmm. It's already happened. Exactly, yeah. it's already happened, and I just feel like that sucks. I think they have a point. It's not his fault though, but I think they have a point. And it's, the, it's basically the same point that Ken just made. Who has a point? The, the blogs that are, that are jumping on this and spinning it, as okay. you guys say. I, I get the spin. Um, I understand getting upset and being like, well, fuck, man, Kendrick Ben said this shit. 
Like, lots of black rappers have said this shit, and it's not fair that, you know, a white rapper says that you guys finally listen. Yeah, it's not fair, but not everybody has that thing called empathy. Some people need their own kind to speak to, speak to them and put it in their own terms and say, look, this is what this means. And I, I, I respect the fact that Macklemore even says how he, he feels a little weird saying Black Lives Matter. He's like, you know, should I be embarrassed to say this kind of shit? Like, yeah. you know, does it, what does it mean coming out of my mouth? And I think it means a lot coming out of your mouth because that means that you actually get it. Because so many white people are offended by the statement Black Lives Matter because they don't understand what the statement means. Yeah. I have something to say before y'all go further into the conversation, but like, so you're saying that he's reaching like, you know, a mass of people or whatever, but like how many different type of people is he reaching exactly? Just, you see what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, he's still in the hip hop culture. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's some country single coming out and, and saying it or whatever. So I, I no, 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 I'm just like, asking. That's think about just, it though. Yeah. Like, his fans are not yeah. hip hop culture. Yeah. And that's not me mm -hmm. being racist. I'm saying that it's true. Like mm -hmm. I'm saying like, Remember when I told y'all a long ass time ago and y'all fought me tooth and nail that mm -hmm. the, the face of indie rap is becoming white and now oh, we've, okay. we've finally seen it happen. Mm -hmm. That's not the same thing as Macklemore fans. A lot of Macklemore fans are the ones that say, I don't listen to hip hop, but I like Macklemore. I don't listen to hip hop, but I like Eminem. Mm -hmm. They're not a part of hip hop culture because they don't care about hip hop culture and they don't even listen to rap music, mm -hmm. but they like Macklemore. Okay. So that's why I think that it's very beneficial that he is speaking to them. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it's not beneficial. I'm just wondering how many other, like how far is the actual reach? A lot. I would say it's a lot because from my experience, like mm -hmm. for example, um, when I first saw him perform, it was at the Final Four concert in Atlanta a couple mm -hmm. years ago. And it was like a whole bunch of people here for different concerts. Muse was performing and like it was just a whole bunch of different, um, like Flo Rida and all these other people, you know, like that type of mm -hmm. big party type of crew. And so I was talking to my friend about it and she said, you know, a lot of people who see a song title, like white people who see a song, white privilege, are gonna be like, hmm, I like Thrift Shop, but I don't wanna listen to this. Yep. Cool, Absolutely. that's fine. But for example, if you're having one of these beach, like this, this, these big like beach ball throwing party concert type things, mm -hmm. you perform Thrift Shop, all the stuff you wanna hear, and you sneak mm -hmm. white privilege too in there, people gonna be like, wait, what is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But then some of them might say, well, shit, I never thought about that. Exactly. Some of them might mm -hmm. stay, some of them might leave, but the people who hear it, I think that's what it's for. Right. They're not yeah. going to click the link if you already are biased to not want to hear it. Tonight, but if yeah, you yeah. go to a concert to hear something you want to like, and you hear this as like, for you, like a new song, you're going to be like, wait, what is he talking about? Mm -hmm. You might get offended at first, but he's talking about thrift shop. It's kind of popular. Is this kind of popular? I don't know. Let me listen to it. I feel like that's why it's important. And it's reaching all types of people. And th there are public conversations <coughs> taking place around mm -hmm. it, and then there are private conversations. Mm -hmm. We're not seeing the private conversations that's taking place with Macklemore's fan base that do click the link to listen to it. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we won't be privy to their thoughts, but you know, it, it's reaching them and, and they're having a dialogue. That's like you said, mm -hmm. that's outside of the hip hop culture. A lot of people need to stop seeing everything as attack on them personally. Like when, when you try to talk to, to certain white people about race issues, it automatically comes off as an attack and racist. And that's like what I was talking about earlier. It's like when someone tries to talk to you about 
your own privilege. It's like, well, just listen. Like, it's not saying that you're a bad person. You can't control what you were born in. And you can't control the privilege that you have. It's just, it's, it's people trying to get you to understand that you are automatically at a higher place than they are. It's not trying to make you feel bad for it. It's just them trying to get you to understand, like, look, well, I mean, when I talk about it, it's not. I mean, I would never try to make anybody feel bad for something they have no control over. But it's a matter of you need to understand that you are automatically in a better place than some people. And because of that, once you get that understanding, it's then up to you to determine whether or not you care to help. And I think that's the problem. It's just like so many people are so aggressive with their with their statements that it comes off as attacks. Yeah. And then people start determining, well, you're being racist against me. So you okay with Macklemore saving black folks? <laughs> All right. This is just, why do you always do this? You are all the media outlets. I, you are all the media outlets. <laughs> all in one. That's why you laugh. Thank you, Sophie, for joining us, though. Well, you cool. know. We needed your insight. <laughs> all right, y'all, man. Let us. That was a lot here. Um, let us know what you think in the comment section. Did you like the song? Blah 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 blah. Whatever, whatever you have, whatever your feelings are. Uh, let us know in the comment section. We'll see you. Peace.